Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. Yay! Woo! Um, this is our Game of the Year edition. It's the Game of the Year. What do we call them? Game of Goatee? the Year Extravaganza. Oh. Wow! There you go. Is that what we're calling them? I think we. It is we from always now call on. That. From now on, I added the air horn this time, though. Oh, okay. That's that's what threw it's me. Because it was such a good year. Well, that's right. Just like a tire. It was circular. <laughs> and black. <laughs> and it saved the family. It was very good on the road. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> it, it, no it, it has actually been a very good year for gaming. Um, There's been a lot happening. Bloody oath. There's been uh, some controversy and mm. some highs and lows. Some controversy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like with tyres again. Yeah. Oh, what's it the fucking tires? That's dumb. Oh, I don't know. Forget Let's it. get rid of that. Um, so, we're going to just... This is our standard game of the year episode. And but instead of just going straight into that, um, we were going to have a special guest today, but that didn't pan, didn't out. pan out. So no. we just—it's just the two of us. That's right. So just deal with it. If you were looking forward to something special, uh, <laughs> well. sorry to really disappoint you yet again. You've got to set your standards way lower. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should expect that from us. From now on. Yeah, exactly. Just in general. Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> so we're going to um, start off with a bunch of the old news from the year, I suppose. The highest, sort of the most important things that have happened in gaming this year. Yeah. And not just in Australia, but we'll try and focus a little bit on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, all my shit's worldwide. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but, you know, it's big stuff. It is. You know, you've probably got some more local stuff, I suppose. Um, I nah. Just, nah. <laughs> So we're in Australia, so it's very Australia focused, obviously. So, um, well, our view is worldwide, but we're looking at it from Australia. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, I guess um, there's a couple of things that that stood out to me. Um, I guess start off on a negative. Um, there was a fair amount of negative shit related yeah. to gaming this year. Like, uh, I mean, for a start, the kind of lower end of the negative stuff is closures compared to mm. the worst shit that comes yeah, after that's true so telltale games shut down um, shame which it's a shame but at the same time i felt like a lot of their games were just rehashing like yeah. they didn't really they they made a shitload of cash oh god yeah and you know i mean freaking hell the walking dead was game of the year when it came out yeah telltale and um and you know they were brilliant game they were making tons of cash but I think they just try to do too much too quickly. They were bringing games out consistently. Yeah. You know, and and um, not giving were... enough time or engine yeah. updates or any of that stuff. Well, that was the thing. The Walking Dead, when it came out, that thing was a mess. Yeah. It was a buggy mess. It won Game of the Year because of this. Just it was just an excellent story. Mm. But, you know, playing it on the Vita or on mobile or on even PlayStation 3, it was just a mess. Yeah. Buggy yeah it was um, and they never really got away from that like mm. I played you know The Wolf Among Us and Game of Thrones and a couple of the other ones that they did and they kind of improved a little bit but they were never they never really got the engine down pat in my mind true and I think that's what put me off buying them and you know if you want to drive sales you kind of need to 
keep innovating. And that is really true, especially that. in in this day and age. Like, yeah, it, it, things go stale quick. Yeah, so that's kind of sad to see the end of that because that was it's kind of a genre in and of itself, Telltale Games. Um, but yeah, uh, the Epic Game Store on PC, which is turning out to be a major competitor for Steam at this point. They, mm. They're like starting to position themselves as, you know, they're like poaching people from Steam. So developers are coming out saying, we're going with Epic Games Store instead of Steam. Yeah. So if you want our game, you mm. have to go to Epic. And I was reading earlier today that Epic um, are working with Telltale to release their final episode of Walking Dead exclusively oh, wow. on the Epic Game Store instead of on Steam. That's pretty cool. So that'll drive, a, drive a bit of traffic there. Yeah, so um, that's I guess that's something from 2018 as well. The Epic Game Store that on PC, not that I'm much of a PC gamer, but it's certainly good to see another key competitor stepping up against Steam because Steam's kind of taken a fucking gigantic swan dive recently. Yeah, and I think a big part of that was when they kind of opened the platform to anything. Yeah, and it they used weren't to policing be, what was being put yeah, up. It used to be a much more um, kind of contained yeah. thing where you know you had to meet a certain standard before you got on there, and they had the green light system and all that. Yeah, and then now it's like uh, anybody if you release a game like, there, you've got no chance of selling it because you're on the front page for like three seconds, and yeah. then someone else is there. There's yeah. too much going on there for anyone mm. to get a platform for advertising their game. And so, so many games go by the wayside. There's like, well, you know, it's great that developers have a platform to put out their stuff, but there's no point putting stuff out unless you've got a big marketing budget to back you up. Yeah, exactly. Whereas back in the day, it used to be, oh yeah, this one's, you know, they elevate it and say, this is a really good game. You guys mm. should check it out. Yeah. But there's so many now that, you know, good games slip by the wayside. Uh, another closure this year was or coming up in the first quarter of next year, but announced this year was Premier Games, the Game Guides. Yeah. I mean, I've I, I got to be honest, I haven't looked at one. Yeah. I've I, got... I've got a few. I've got the Super Mario Odyssey one. Oh, yeah. Because I went on eBay and saw... I searched for Super Mario Odyssey, and it came up, it said Super Mario Odyssey Standard Edition for like 25 bucks. I was like, fuck yeah. Wow. Bought it immediately. Turned out it was the Game Guide, <laughs> not the game. Uh, and if I had just scrolled down, it said like company, Prima Games, or all yeah. that shit. But, um, Game not included. Yeah, so I just give that to one of the kids. Yeah, nice. <laughs> they can have yeah. a Mario book. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Prima Games, I mean, they're kind of a... Uh, I mean, occasionally, they, they've sort of moved towards online more in recent years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They kind of always have been there. Mm, yeah, they have. They have, and they've they've covered well every big game that's yeah. been released in the. I mean, last I've owned a, I've owned a few of their time. books. Yeah, and being someone who's obsessed with getting trophies, you know, I've come across their site a number of times when yeah. I'm searching for things. Well, it is kind of funny because the cost of printing is still very high. Yeah, you know, and that's why a lot of that kind of standard media is dying out. Yeah. Magazines and newspapers specifically. Plus you know. people are moving away from them as well, which yeah. doesn't help. Yeah. So, it, but they never, 
Like, I know they had their guides online as well. Yeah. But there's so many places that do them for free. Yeah. And... Why would you pay a premium? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And, like, some of that stuff wasn't behind a paywall. But when you can go to, you know, GameGuide.com or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. GameFAQs, all these other places. Mm. You know, there's... The thing or that just set YouTube. Prima, yeah, <laughs> the, the thing that set Prima games apart prior to this sort of media, new media generation, yeah, was that you could get quality information and it's easy to find in the book or That's on their right. website. But yeah. now, with Google being so powerful, you can just you know, as long as you put in the search term correctly, mm. you'll find exactly what you want and it will be presented in a very professional, high yeah. quality way. Yeah. Because, again, there's so many competitors out there. Same as the thing with Steam, you know, all these people fighting for what can set them apart. These That's game right. guide websites. Like, um, what do I use? PlayStationTrophies.org, mm-hmm. which is a, it's a trophy listing site, but it's also a big forum, and people post trophy guides on there. Oh, nice. And then there's a guy who called PowerPix, Power P-Y-X, and he used to do a lot of the forum guides now he has his own website and he has like you know everything there really well presented yeah for trophy guides so Mm. you know why would you why would you go and pay 35 bucks 35 bucks 25 35 bucks for a book when you can just google it now exactly but it's still kind of sad to see him go because it's this sort of pillar of gaming that's that's always been there yeah but the times they are changing that's that's life um, I suppose coming into the the Aussie market, we did hit some things this year that some numbers, I suppose, some stats. Yeah. Um, these were actually released. We got a positive one to lift us up before it bring us crashing down. Yeah, exactly. Um, this info was released early October this year. Yeah, um, a couple of months ago. Yep. Yeah. Uh, basically, for the first time since the gaming industry began. Yeah. Um, there's currently over a thousand people that are employed in game development in yeah. Australia. Um, the first time, surely there was more that's than their, that. That's their full-time occupation. Oh, yeah. So I'm, a sh- I'm a lot sure of indies. that a lot of indies, yeah, probably yeah. work at Macca's and then they make games on the iPhones after yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, Because you know? um, we've had, you know, Chrome and all those kind of companies in the past, THQ yeah. Australia and stuff like that. Uh, sorry, no, no, no. This is the the way it was presented. Actually, didn't make any sense. But two decades ago, there was a thousand. Yeah. Now there's actually twenty two thousand that are oh. employed full time. Oh now. yeah. So yeah. Um, and that's a, f- bit a fucking more. yeah. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's so twenty two times the amount actually. Yeah. Um, I think you find it's like two thousand times the number of people you need for a soccer team. It'd be pretty close to it. Yeah. <laughs> we could have a we can have the Australian developers um, soccer day soccer tournament. Yeah, where they all go out in the sun and melt. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> oh, not better not run around. Need, better nah. get my ventil in. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, can't play soccer with pocket pens. Protector. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, pretty hurtful. Anyway, we love you guys. Don't yeah, go anywhere. You massive um, nerds. And at the moment, or as of October, they were um, basically contributing close to $3.7 billion to the country's GDP. Which is good. Yeah, which is actually a fairly decent number. Considering um, the low number of people bringing it in. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it is an 
a fraction of yeah. what it is worldwide. Um, but it's still money in our economy. Yeah, that's right. Total, so, total revenue um, in the last, uh, what is it, in the last 12 months prior to the article being written in the AFR was $138 billion worldwide gaming industry yeah. revenue. Okay. So, you know, it, it's a fraction of what could be made. Um, but Not a bad with, fraction, though. Yeah. And and based on everything that Australia is, you know, does and, and is good at, yeah. it's something that if we put our minds to it, it will grow quickly and will very quickly become the top couple yeah. in the world. We need Rockstar here. That would boost it. What'd you say? What's three point something billion? Three point seven billion out of uh, one point three seven. Yeah, 1. Red Dead Redemption Two broke the record for the biggest opening weekend of any entertainment media, movies, books, music, games, everything. They made seven hundred twenty-five million in the first three days. That's insane numbers, that's, isn't it? Really, it's is. like a quarter of the money made all year by the Australian games yeah. industry. Yeah, and Not it'd bad. be good if uh, you know because. We, well, from media uh, stories, the uh, the way Rockstar pushed their developers, it'd be good if they all get a little bit of a Chrissy bonus. Yeah. Based, I think, they, I think they, apparently they are going to be. Yeah. But yeah, that's one of the downsides of the Telltale Games closures as well, because there was a lot of dramas around that, because they mm. were... There were stories of people like being chased out of the building, like, we're shutting down, get the fuck out. Wow. Um, people leaving with no severance, people on Twitter being like, I worked for Telltale and I did really long hours, mm. worked weekends, and I've just been told I'm not getting a severance. So wow. uh, look after yourself and you know, don't yeah. work overtime unless you're paid, basically. Yeah. Which mm. is, it's a pretty common story in the games industry. Um, Becoming more common be. in all be. industries, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't but be, it though. is in the gaming industry, um, you're right. Another negative, well, just to get the negatives out of the way, um, there was the Jacksonville shooting in America yeah. at the Madden tournament mm-hmm. where two people died. Uh, that's not great. No. For anyone, really. Well, that's right. I mean, it's just another day in America, but uh, it doesn't look good for the... I mean, it's not good for the gaming industry to have... You know, they put on these big tournaments where mm. draw draw people in... And have someone go there and decide yeah. they want to be a fuckface. Mm-hmm. Um, and another big one was the after the Parkland shooting in Florida, where seventeen people died. Yeah, that was where the governor of I think it was the governor of Kentucky came out and blamed video game violence. Yeah, and then Donald Trump was like, "I need to look into this because because I'm a douchebag. I don't know if it's good or bad I want to be told both sides of the story and then they had that little montage video of like x-ray moves from Mortal Kombat and shit <laughs> that's right that was on the White House YouTube page that wow. you could like go oh this is what was shown to Donald, Donald Trump and it's just a fucking mass montage <laughs> of violence yeah. with no context I mean there's not much context to Mortal Kombat no. but it is an adult only game yeah you know but to just take all the violent bits out of every game you know that that's a lot you could just make a montage of mario jumping on goombas true and just be like look he's crushing them all yeah. just like doing 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 let's <laughs> put on repeat and doing, that's doing, why doing, people doing. get shot <laughs> <laughs> some guy jumped on my head the other day <laughs> and I, then i collected so, some coins yeah so i mean 
shootings in America. That happens. Yeah. I mean... It is an unfortunate fact. That's... It's something that happens over there that sucks for mm. them. But, um, yeah, there's a, those couple of ones that hit a bit close to home for the video game industry, which isn't great. No. Um, but uh, on the flip side, Sony did agree to cross-platform play. Yeah, which which was a big thing. It, I yeah. mean, it's something that... Everyone's been really been and, pushing for yeah. it for ages. Yeah, not just Sony. Like when Xbox 360 was bossing it, mm. and they were like, "Yeah, nah." Yeah. So I guess Sony, to a point, crumbled to the pressure. But also, I guess you could look at it the other way. They're like, you know, let's be the bigger man here. Yeah. Because Microsoft were under just as much pressure back in the day. Although I think the Fortnite pressure. Is big. Yeah. And yeah. and I think Fortnite's one of the big stories of this year as well because, you know, it came out in 2017, but when it came out, PUBG was like the, oh, this is the most anticipated Battle Royale thing. Yeah. And then and 2018... Fortnite's killed it. Yeah, 2018, mm. it's like everything. Fortnite is fucking everywhere. It is. Everywhere. It is. You can buy yeah. a Nintendo Switch bundle with mm. Fortnite and it's a free game. Yeah. But they're like Nintendo Switch with like a third of the box is fucking Fortnite. Yeah. So that people go, oh, yeah, sweet. And like fucking the floss dance yeah, and all the other whatever mm. dances. Yeah, there's a fair few of them now yeah. that are becoming just, popular. Yeah. You see, but the floss is still done everywhere. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Actually, like, I saw... You see people and go... Uh, <laughs> I saw an article the other day that the kid that did it, the backpack kid, yeah. who did the floss with Katy Perry, uh-huh. he's suing... Epic I heard that about too, yeah. the dance, yeah. But that dance has been around for fucking like decades. Yeah, it was just made popular by the Backpack Kid and Fortnite, yeah. and now he's like, I invented that dance. <laughs> I came up with it. <laughs> I watched the fucking interview with him where he's like, Yeah, I just came up with it one day at this thing, and like everyone really liked it. And then blah blah blah. Whatever. I was like, There's a fucking video on YouTube of a guy doing it in from like fucking 2006 or some shit. Yeah. That'd be right. So before you even born, your little backpack bitch. Exactly. Just go hide in your backpack. We'll throw you in the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He did get to meet Katy Perry though, which is cool. Yeah. But I think she's kind of nuts, also. So yeah, yeah. It's a mixed bag. Um. So yeah, that's what I figured. Twenty. I think Fortnite's probably one of the biggest things of twenty eighteen. It's not my fucking game of the year. Oh, I can fuck off for that. Exactly. But um. I but think it, it definitely deserves a mention yeah. because... And funnily enough, yeah. it, it's still probably out of all games designed, created in history, Yeah, it's probably had more like standardised news articles written about it. Yeah. And, you know, because it's a massive thing. Yeah. But the problem with it is it's a free game, yeah. which is why it's so popular in the, yeah, in exactly. the first place. You, you know? can't necessarily compare it to other games that aren't free. Yeah. Because it's like... Um, it's like comparing Angry Birds on a mobile to something that actually costs money. Well, that's right. <laughs> and yeah. Angry Birds went gangbusters. But oh, yeah. to be fair, just because it's free doesn't mean it's good because Warframe, and I mean, Warframe's a good game, but it it's is. free. Yeah. There's a lot of free online games mm. on console as well, yeah. but none on the scale of Fortnite. And it's just got, that's right. it must just have the bright colors and noises that attract yeah. kids enough to make it and although it is it is thing. a shooting game there's no violence yeah you know, there's no blood splatters there's yeah. none of that 
no bodies laying around, you know, they disappear. So Yeah. I think one of the bigger issues with it from a parental point of view because like your kids are older but I've got a six and an eight year old at home yeah um, I think the bigger problem that people see with Fortnite is dealing with the psychology of like coming second out mm-hmm. of a hundred yeah you know that kind of shit and you see mm-hmm. you can see so many videos on YouTube of people like kids like losing their Raging, fucking mind yeah. or just like being inconsolable in tears mm-hmm. because they came second so yeah. fucking close to coming first yeah. Yeah. Um, well, surprisingly, I, I very rarely have to deal with that with Charlie because he almost comes first every game. Yeah. But then again, when he doesn't, no matter what it is, he, under he first, just smashes the computer. He loses his shit. And one. I hear him screaming, and you know, yeah. I have to go and clip him around the ears because he's not a yeah. baby; he's nearly fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you get the know. carbon monoxide out and put him to sleep. Just a dart gun. Ace <laughs> Ventura <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I'm I'm going to continue on with some slight negatives, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, more so, it, it's an, a new article that I'm putting in this episode called "Highly Anticipated But." Dun dun dun. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Um, I do love anticipating buts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, there was a couple of games this year that. For me personally, um, I actually had high anticipations for, but they didn't pan out that way. Um, I expected them to be either a lot better than they were overall or, you know, really lacking with something or other that just didn't sit right for me. Yeah. Um, First of all, and it's going to be no surprise for anybody, is the new Fallout game. Yeah. I already mentioned it in a past episode, maybe twice. Yeah. Um, It just it it felt like a dog's breakfast yeah it's almost a um it's almost a meme now at this point how fucking disappointing it was to everyone you know and and it's across the board it's not just us it's everybody Mm. you know there's still people playing it yeah but there's people enjoying it as well but yeah if you go and google most disappointing things of 2018 every fucking article or in gaming Almost, no, just in general almost everyone is like oh, well obviously Fallout 76 mm. you know yeah so they so almost feel that. like I yeah. search for most disappointing things in gaming and I almost it's like an expectation that it's going to be there it's yeah. just like so let's just get this out of the way Fallout 76 <laughs> and then move on yeah because you don't have to explain it yeah at this point you just say yeah that was a dog sh- you know breakfast that got yeah. thrown up and then you know, eaten again, and then thrown up, and, and then, then thrown, shat yeah. at the same time. Um, and, and then yeah, know, kicked around a bit. One for me, I think, is probably Far Cry Five. Um, I thought that was an all right game, but it definitely didn't stand up to mm, Far Cry Four. I agree. Um, I didn't even which, finish it, and I really don't want to go back to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it was a highly anticipated game, that's for sure, and I definitely finished it. But uh, yeah, I think it didn't quite live up to the. Ex- to the expectations, mm, yeah, which is disappointing. Although the online stuff of it, I kind of enjoyed, yeah, to a point. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the new one next year. Yeah, um, what's it called? Off. New Dawn or whatever mm, it's called. Yeah, which looks very interesting and seems like they're going to do. I think I talked about this on the last episode. Mm. Um, because they announced the. Uh, did we talk about the Game Awards last year? Uh, last episode. No. Yeah. So the Game Awards 
were the big game awards that happened and they announced a bunch of new stuff and Far Cry New Dawn I think it's called New Dawn and I'm going to look really stupid if it's not um, <laughs> was announced and it's set after it's Far Cry 5 yeah so spoiler alert the end of Far Cry 5 there's a gigantic nuclear fucking explosion fall, like everywhere the whole world gets fucked yeah and so this game I think it's set 17 years later so it's in a stage after a nuclear winter where there's a super bloom where so instead of it being a real decrepit like Mad Max style yeah everything's dull looking everything's really bright and colourful and there's lots of plants and flowers and stuff like that um so it looks kind of interesting in that way because you don't really see a lot of I mean I guess The Last of Us had the growth yeah but uh, in terms of a big open world game they're usually that kind of shitty looking dull yeah, you know, crap fest because everything's still you know yeah fucked shit up shit house and, um, know, and people are trying to get back on their feet and yeah so is the planet so it's got base building but it's also got this thing where they go on um, expeditions to go and see other areas and one of the ones that they showed in the reveal of it was uh, going to a Six Flags theme park oh cool 17 years after shit's hit the fan and yeah. it's it was saying that these expeditions are a good chance to just have fuck loads of enemies for you to kill because it's just like hey we're going to go to this place and for no apparent reason there's a fuck load of people for you to kill so it's a big slaughter fest but you also get to see like a roller coaster with vines on it and stuff cool so I'm it's a, another one like I'm qu- quite anticipating that mm-hmm. and I think it's coming out at a good time as well because it's um, I think it's two or three weeks before Anthem drops Oh, or yeah. a little bit before Anthem drops. Yep. Which is the 22nd yeah. of February. Anthem's going to be fucking huge. It will be. I was going to talk about most anticipated games for next year on this episode, but I can't. I didn't take the time to think about it. So yeah. maybe the first one of the new year will do that. Yep. But anyway, keep going. Most, uh, what is it? Um, most anticipated bites. Yes. <laughs> um, the other one was something that I was kind of excited about, but again really really didn't live up to the expectation of what it was you know supposed to be was sea of thieves oh yeah and i played a fair bit of that not lots and lots and lots but i played a you know a ton or more hours Goodly for sure yeah. yeah and very rarely did i come across other players in the game or it was either way too sparse they had way too many servers yeah. that were carrying small amounts of people, so your maps were too big or whatever. Yeah. Um, when I did play it in groups, it was kind of fun. Yeah. But it never really had the the drive or the want to play it enough to yeah. get your groups together often enough to really play the game. Yeah. Um, I've heard they keep they've been supporting it quite strongly, so there's a bunch of new shit. It might be worth revisiting, but. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, another one for me, and it's based on the fact of how much I loved last year's version, was NBA 2K19. Oh, uh, yeah. I just didn't... I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Um, NBA 2K18 is a game that I have played more this year yeah. than I have played 19. Well, they had that My PS4 Life, and your thing said you'd played like 300 hours or something. Yeah, of 18. NBA 18. Yeah, yeah. Which was interesting. Pretty impressive. Um, and lastly, definitely not leastly, but it, just for this, keep it quick. 
Another one that I've been a little bit disappointed with because I kind of did want it to be a lot better than it is, and yeah. I I didn't do a lot of research before I went and bought it. Just, Just Cause, Cause 4. Four. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm getting that for Christmas, so I haven't played it yet. The first time I put it on, the very first cutscene, it looks like you're playing it on a PlayStation 3. Yeah? Yeah. It's it's rough. really, really rough. Yeah. Um, the gameplay is kind of fun. I have noticed a fair few kind of bugs within it. Um, just little things, like every now and again, guns won't shoot. Or, that's weird. You know, just weird shit like that, and I don't but know why that's happening. By the time I play, happening. it'll probably be patched out. Yeah, hopefully. Kind of stuff. Um, but I, I did I'll go and pick it, it up the... day one, and yeah. I played it that afternoon. Um, you take it back straight away? No, I should have. You still um, got it? I've still got it because I do want to play it. Yeah. But every time I put it on, I just kind of sit there and go, <sighs> yeah. And I feel like a horse making that noise. <laughs> I really liked Just Cause 3, so I'm very excited to play Just Cause 4. Yeah. But I didn't... Uh, I told Laura to just buy it because I haven't mm. finished Red Dead yet still. Yeah. I'm nearly there. And it has it has some interesting features that are different. Um, like one of the, the big things that you can do is now control your... Um, yeah, you like your army. Yeah, you, you have the ability to give them orders to yeah, you know, yeah. march into zones and do all that kind of shit, which I don't remember That's having bit, in yeah, number it's a three. Bit different, yeah. yeah. But the map style in and three, the way you were a one man army, you didn't need fucking help. Yeah, like, well, that's I would right. go to the bases where you'd take over a base, and the army, the rebels would, would come, come in and in. help you. Yeah, and I would more often than not be like, I don't need you guys at all. Yeah. I can fucking destroy everyone exactly. here without you. Yeah. Please get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And, and it is, you know, you do take them over and then the, the troops come in, but you can actually get them to push boundaries and all that kind of oh, stuff, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, but the map is really poor. Yeah. Like the the way it works, there's so much... It either seems that there's so much going on or there's fuck all going on mm-hmm. in the map. And it gets to the point where you're kind of like, well, what's the next thing that I have to do now? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. And, and when you play it, we'll, we'll talk about it next yeah. year. Um, once we've had a, you know both a bit a bit more of a goal, sweet ass. Um, I have a, a noted section here of games that I want to talk about, but okay. it'll just completely give away my game of the years. Well, so, before we get into the game of the years, there's one more thing, I guess. Um, looking forward to 2019. Yep. Um, something that I think is going to make a really big. It's going to make 2019 very interesting, and probably more so 2020, but you know, leading into the future, um, was the acquisitions that Microsoft made this year for their studios. So, like, historically, when it comes to first-party games, Microsoft has been Halo, Gears of War, Forza. Yeah. Right, and then a couple of other fringe games. Mm. But Sony have been the whole, like... Big titles. Big guys with the fucking exclusives, which this year is clear that they are. You know, they had... Detroit Become Human, God of War, and Spider-Man, yeah. which were three pretty fucking good games yeah. this and, year. And, and probably three of the standout games of the year out of all the games of the year. And two of them were top five sellers. Yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah. um, But Microsoft acquired, what, one, two, three, four, five, six studios this year. And uh, that's a lot, really. That, that is a that's lot. That's a huge expansion they in a small amount of time. They announced four at E3, which were Undead Labs, who do State of Decay. 
So all pretty much an Xbox exclusive already. Yeah. Playground games who make the Forza Horizon games. So again, already Xbox exclusive games. But they also got Compulsion Games who made We Happy Few. Yeah. And the big one of those four was Ninja Theory who made um, Hellblade, Senwise, Sacrifice, uh, Enslaved, and Heavenly Sword yep. on the PS3 and mm. a couple other games. And they, they're a small studio. They're kind of like a double A type studio rather than triple A or they make their smaller smaller scale triple A games because um, Senua's Sacrifice mm. was widely considered to be just a really fucking good game yeah and yeah. Um, that was made by this little team and now Microsoft have picked them up and, but they've said we want to give you guys the creative freedom to continue doing what you're good at wow so it'll be really interesting to see what those guys do but it's also super disappointing that it's not going to be on PlayStation anymore true but that's the fucking business um, the next two that they announced later this year were In Exile Games and Obsidian Entertainment, who are both massive RPG makers. Yeah. So yeah. In Exile did Bard's Tale, Torment, Tides of Numenera, and a couple other fucking games. Mm. So like Bard's Tale, that yeah, you know, that was awesome, isometric was RPG type thing. Yeah. The same as Obsidian Entertainment, who made Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Pillars of Eternity, they worked with Black Isle on fucking Baldur's Gate and yeah. Neverwinter Nights. Mm-hmm. But they also did uh, South Park Stick of Truth Oh yeah, for Ubisoft. Wow. And they've got, at the Game Awards, they announced and revealed their latest game that's coming next year called The Outer Worlds, which, although they've been acquired by Microsoft, it's still going to be cross-platform, which oh, is cool. good. Yeah. It kind of looks like a mix of Borderlands, what it's being called is a mixture of Borderlands... Rick and Morty and um, what was the other one? Mass Effect. So it's like a oh, sci-fi wow. shooter with weird animals and yeah. there's this doctor guy in the trailer who kind of resembles Rick yeah. and he's a real fucking out there dude. So Just a piss head that burps. Yeah. And Obsidian Entertainment. I mean, their fucking pedigree is... Oh. They are. It's there. You know they're good. Mm -hmm. Like this year, one of the games that I played more than any other game was Pillars of Eternity by Obsidian Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I've read a lot of articles about the best games of this year and Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, which is PC only at the moment, um, but will become in a console, is considered one of the best RPGs of this year. Wow. So, Mm. they're... Behind Detroit. for, For Microsoft to pick them up... It's definitely a different direction as well. Yep. Yeah, behind Detroit. The Australian <laughs> Game Awards voted Detroit Become Human the RPG of the year, which is... Great idea. Not even an RPG. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but yeah, so that one, out of those six companies, Obsidian Entertainment is the one where I'm most like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Because, but it's also a big change in direction for Microsoft, it seems like, because their whole thing has always been shooters mm-hmm. and racing and shooters, right? Yeah. yeah. So for them to move into massive RPGs, mm. assuming that they're going to keep Obsidian working on that type of game. I, I hope they do. Yeah. Because that, that is obviously their strength and their yeah. pedigree. So. But, I mean, they made yeah. Fallout New Vegas, which is a shooter, but also an RPG. True. Um, yeah. And this Outer Worlds looks like a shooter 
hopefully with a lot of RPG elements. I mean, it's Obsidian, so I'm going yeah. to go ahead and assume that it's very RPG focused. Yeah. But yeah, I think those six companies definitely like Playground and um, Undead Labs, or whatever they're called. The, the, you know, Forza and State of Decay. They're yeah. already pretty much already Microsoft. Yeah, they were. But yeah. uh, Ninja yeah. Theory, Obsidian, In Exile, they're some pretty strong acquisitions mm. for a company that are trying to re kind of rebrand themselves after a real shitty time with the Xbox One. Yeah. And, so, and it'll be good to see what happens out of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and hopefully they do give them the freedom to yeah. you know, be yeah. you know, as strong as they have been so I think far with to Phil, continue. Phil Spencer in charge over at Xbox, I think he's um he's probably doing the right thing in that way and I think you know, a good leader lets people work in their strengths, strengths yeah. while pushing them forward. Yeah. So exactly. hopefully he continues in the right way. The other one for 2019 would be um, PlayStation. They announced, they gave out a free holiday theme for PS4. Yeah. And it says holidays and then PlayStation, like a dynamic theme. So it changes between holidays and then PlayStation. Yeah. And the S in holidays is an S and then PlayStation same font the S in PlayStation is a 5 ah. so people were like is that PS5 being like low key announced yeah. and then other people were like no it's the PS4 has been out for 5 years stop being a dick so it could be either one but then Sean Layden in an interview came out and said uh, we've got big things for 2019 so mm. you know if you really Stretch. Maybe he was saying he's got something big for 2019s. <laughs> he likes 19-year-olds. Who knows? Well, and he wants 20 of them and he has something that's big. defamation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's his words. Yeah. I mean, you can take from it what you want. <laughs> and but, add um, to his words what I want. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on to the actual games of 2018. Yes. Uh, the meat and potatoes of this particular extravaganza. Exactly. Yeah. Um... What do we do? How do we do this? So we pick our three. Yeah. And then we just discuss them and then we'll do sort of... Do we finish on that or do we... No, then then we'll go to the noted. Noted, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. The, this year has been very strong in good games. Yeah. It really has. It's been... Like, people were like, how is 2018 going to back up after 2017? Mm. And it's like... It's well, done very well. 2019 is probably going to be a trash year. Well... <laughs> But it's got, it's got a lot to live up um, to. Yeah. Days Gone, the new PlayStation yeah. exclusive. Last of Us Part 2 hasn't been... Uh, no, There's no date for that yet. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of other big PlayStation ones yeah. as well. So, so 2019 could be, could be huge too. Yeah. But anyway, well, um, you go first. I'm, I'm, we haven't shared our three to each no, other No, we yet. haven't. So we're probably yeah. going to double up on two out of the three. I would imagine so. I think. Yeah. Um, probably for me, my... My third game, yep. which I'm, I'm going to assume now is going to be different to you, yep. um, is Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, that's up there. Yeah. It was... There was a few things in that game that can be taken into other games, you know, that aren't driving games. Yeah. You know, that, that really blew me away. I remember calling you the very first time I... I fucking put that game on and played it yeah because you do a few like little you know 
half mission type things to get to the the center of the story yeah where they do all their tricks and you know you can go off from that point um but you get out of the car and the lady walks over to you and goes hi lucas how are you today and i just went what the fuck like how how is it yeah exactly you know it was really bizarre but it put me in the game better than any other game has ever done just because it said my name yeah and that's it and I was like, holy shit. And yeah, I was like, bad. I'm actually pretty good. Thanks for asking my <laughs> Xbox. Um, <laughs> you know, it was really, really bizarre to have that kind of interaction. Yeah. It's a tiny little thing. And I'm sure there was a lot of issues around the world because people have got different names different names, and fucked up stuff yeah. that they put but in their Xbox names. Easy ones like names. Matt and Lucas worked out fine. Yeah, exactly. And Sorry, it, was, uh... it was an amazing thing to me. That was like something that I'd never experienced in a game before. Um, so that was a real highlight. Yeah. The game itself is fucking delightful. Yeah. But probably the best game. racing game I've ever played. Yeah. And, and to me it was. And I've played a few. And I'm not a huge driving game player. Yeah. Like I, I try them and I enjoy them, but this game, I spent hours just driving around and just, you know, checking out the different cars beautiful. and it is. Yeah. Like one of the standouts of Forza Horizon 4 is definitely how graphically amazing stunning yeah Yeah. and going to places like you know just fields of you know flowers yeah and just mowing them down and it (laughs) leaves the tire marks and you know and yeah it was it was actually very beautiful yeah and Um, crashing into walls and stuff like that and having the walls break yeah when you went through them it was really cool like it's they're little touches things Mm. like that but they add to the game yeah very Um, much so so, yeah, and, and having the ability to, um, you know, pull up onto a cliff where the sun rays were coming through the the you know clouds and stuff, and yeah. you know taking photos of beautiful scenes with your cars in there, fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not a new thing, but the way it looked in that game, yeah, absolutely stunning. And to so, go from that to something like Just Cause, you know, oh, which is exactly. another. They're both open world games, but to have just that sheer difference in yeah. their graphics yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah so that's a I'm assuming that's not your third no no uh, I don't really know what my third is yeah, I'm I, kind I, of I've got my three but I haven't put them in order yeah at all. I've yeah. got my first and my second in order but my third one it's kind of a tie because I've got this list of games that I played um, and I'm kind of I'm tossing up between Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Detroit Become Human mm. because Detroit Become Human, maybe I'll just give it a tie and I'll just compress this into a really quick segment of both games. Detroit Odyssey. Um, so Assassin's <laughs> Creed Odyssey was really fucking good, but it wasn't as good as Assassin's Creed Origins, Yeah, but it was still really fucking good and like an amazing game to play. There was plenty of problems with it that I had that I think I discussed when we yeah. reviewed it. Mm-hmm. But it's just a standout game. Like, I'm still playing through Red Dead Redemption because I just am a workaholic, apparently. And every time I play it, I'm like, man, I'm looking forward to going back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey to finish that because I never finished it. Mm. Um, and the other one, Detroit Become Human, it wasn't a perfect game by any means. Yeah, agree. There was plenty wrong with it. Yeah. But... It was so ambitious mm. and it did things that no other game really does. 
and I thought the story was apart from a few stupid plot holes I thought yeah. the story was really good it was pretty solid I yeah. think it it grabbed me more than I thought it would mm-hmm. um, the one thing I really liked about it was that it drove conversation around yeah the, the you know the interaction between android and humans yeah and, and like social yeah. issues yeah you know, yeah. and not just androids and humans and like the idea of artificial intelligence and how it fits in with our world mm. but there was kind of those ham-fisted things as well like about racism and segregation yeah. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff which yeah. it did in a very ham-fisted way but there's still important things that people need to talk about Yeah, and if that game starts those conversations then good for it Yeah, and I know it's not... It, you can't look at it like, oh, you know, that was a really fun game because of, you know, like Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, fun game, you know, mm. it's got these all these cutesy little fun parts. It's yeah. gaming yeah. in its Different purest type. form. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Detroit Become Human is a game that's really pushing the art, yeah. the, the like arts side exactly. of yeah. video games and how they can be used in that way. And I think for that reason, I probably would give that the third place above Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I think that it's an important game to have existed mm-hmm. and I think that it was impressive enough graphically to be fucking topping lists. I think, like I said, it was really ambitious and mm-hmm. yeah, that like conversational side of it and there were so many different choices you could make in yeah. it. Like there was... Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Like, I think there was... I don't know how many endings there were. I only played through it once. Yeah, to I, get to played, my but I, I think there was seven. I remember reading there was something like yeah. seven different endings. Yeah. Um, but there was, like... You could have a character die very early on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I remember the the conversations that were had after completing it between yeah. you, me, and Carl, for instance. Yeah. Um, from Game Train. And other people that have played the game since I asked them about you know their kind of stats and what happened yeah, and what their ending was and things like yeah, that yeah and it was it was interesting that you know the, the game if you just played it without too much of a care um, how that could differ between caring for certain characters yeah the reactions you got from the other characters the decisions you made on you know like a split second decision to actually do something in the game can yeah. change a major part of it um, and different things that you could not even see. Yeah. You know, that yeah. you could completely bypass. Like at, towards the end when you're at the bus stop mm-hmm. with the female android. Yeah. And there's like six different exits out of that scene. Mm. Yeah. And mine, I just went in and ran into this person who was like, oh, I've lost my ticket. And then you find these tickets on the floor, bus oh, yeah. tickets. Mm-hmm. And you can be like, do you want these? Like you can offer them back or you can keep them. Yeah. And... You know, there's different outcomes in that scene depending on if you went a different direction. You never even ran into those fucking people. Yeah, that's people, right. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So there was just so much. Like people were talking about the size of the script for Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. But yeah. prior to that, we were talking about the size of the script from Detroit Become mm-hmm. Human because it was fucking monstrous. Yeah, yeah. it would have been. And um, yeah, and, and I it's think, so well acted too. Yeah, that was surprisingly because yeah. Heavy Rain had like the little French kids yeah, which is very fucking weird mm-hmm. whereas Detroit Become Human it just f- was f- fucking impressive mm. that was a very impressive game and yeah. I think any everyone should play it 
Well, I'll just make a, a bit of a side note on this. The the actor who played the female android in yeah. in Detroit uh, was the sister in the TV series of The Tick, oh. which came out on on, on Prime. Prime. Yeah. yeah, and I just signed up for my months free just before Christmas to get a few presents and stuff for yeah. free shipping. Yeah, I should get paid by Amazon now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a plug for him. Um, but she was in that and I was I don't know there was time because I spent so much time playing Detroit even though it was months ago yeah watching her on the screen again yeah it was exactly the same yeah like it it was literally her mannerisms and you know I know it was like it was captured yeah. so you know it wasn't just made up caricature of her in the yeah. game but yeah it was amazing watching her in real life yeah. and there, there was a few kind of weird flashbacks almost yeah. that I kind of had in my head where it was like, like the flashing oh, light shit. on the side of her head in like, the TV well show. yeah that's right yeah <laughs> when she got shot you know no um, yeah she peeled <laughs> her face off yeah that's right yeah um, but little things like that I, I found really amazing and it blurred the, the line the between, line between the reality yeah. and, and gaming so yeah, yeah. I think um, that I think ambitious is the word yeah. for Detroit Become Human mm. in terms of how much it pushed boundaries and it's just not it's unlike anything else yeah really yeah it is so your number two game um I, I'm really torn with these two because I I don't want to put a label of one or two on them yeah um, for me massive massive highlights of my gaming life yeah a long time of playing games yeah. these two games for me are going to go down in history as yeah. probably the best two games that I've ever played. Yeah. Um, which is a fucking massive call. Yeah, it's pretty big. But at this point, I can't think of any other game that will top or has topped them ever. Yeah. Um, so in no order, I'm just going to say them. Yeah. Um, God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. So they're the obvious ones. Yeah. Mine, the, mine are definitely, there is an order. And I think it's probably my PlayStation bias putting God of War ahead. Um, and I kind of prefer a more succinct game. Yeah. Um, God of War had its open world elements. But it was but more... But it was more streamlined. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Red Dead, it you can play it in a streamlined way, but it's not designed for that. And it's yeah. all constantly dragging you away with True. distractions. Mm-hmm. But um, it feels too long to me, Red Dead. It it was an extremely long game, yeah, and even at times for me it did drag, yeah, um, which puts it down for yeah. me because I think pacing is very important, yeah, and that's already a slow game by design, yeah, and then to drag it out even longer with this story, like there's with elements of the story, bits of the shit as well. A lot the of the play. story could have just been cut out, yeah, but at the same time, I really enjoy the entirety of that story Red Dead Redemption yeah. because you know I'm at a point now where there's characters where I'm like fuck I wish I could just pull out my gun and shoot you mm-hmm. and be done with this shit yeah um, yeah there was a bit of that um, but it keeps going yeah it does yeah, and going and going <laughs> yeah um, so I'm kind of I haven't even hit the epilogues yet wow I'm still on chapter 6 I'm kind of disappointed that you can't look at how long you've played it for yeah, I don't know if there is a way. Like I haven't gone I think into if it. If you're I on looked. Xbox, you can. 
Because oh, okay. Xbox has an internal time yeah, played fair thing, enough. Yeah. but not on PS4. Because that, that really sucks to me because I, I feel I've played it for 80 plus hours oh, and there's not easily. too many games that I've played I reckon I've played it over 100, personally. And potentially I, I would have as well, yeah. you know, I don't know. Um, it's, it's a real shame, but the things that were highlights and I know we've spoken at length about both of these games throughout the year Um, but there was a few correlations between the games and the design of the games Mm. like the conversation pieces yeah very similar in both Um, you know I loved just being in the boat in God of War with the kid and the head head and just listening to the conversations you jump out of it you go and do a mission you come back and they'll go oh so what I was saying was or you know the kid's like you were talking about blah blah blah. You know yeah. those types of things. It was all very awesome. natural. It yeah. was all very natural, and it kept you engaged during the slower parts. Yeah, it did. Whereas on the counter side, Red Dead Redemption in the slower parts, where you're you're just all alone by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But going on some missions where you're with people, you have those conversations. Yeah, exactly. But for the most part, when you're just traveling from point A to point B, As you, by yourself, you that's know, right. Yeah, kind of hanging out for those random events to pop up. Because yeah. otherwise you're just like, well, I've fucking rode past that tree a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. One of the things that, you know, I did really enjoy that, I'm well, I enjoyed initially, did get boring anyway, um, but was that, uh, you know, auto ride kind yeah. of thing the cinematic that you could go into in Red Dead um, and we have mentioned this before but having that ability to just kind of give yourself a break from having to sit there and take control of yeah. it and knowing that you're going to end up where you need to get to unless you run into another horse or a yeah. rock or, a, or, you, or get you get ambushed, ambushed. or something <laughs> but the other thing apart like that was annoying about that was that it did stick to the roads yeah. So, you know, the fastest point between two places is a direct line. Yeah. And I'd quite often end up just going, oh, fuck, you know, it's going to take me four hours to ride this whole trail, yeah. but yeah. I could go from here to here in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so, I've started using the fast travel of the trains and stuff a little bit more as I've played yep. it more, but I still find there's times where I'm like, the trains and everything are so far from where I am yeah. that I'm just like, exactly. fuck it, I'll just auto run to the spot. Yeah. And I did one last night where I was outside of Saint-Denis mm-hmm. and I rode all the way to fucking Annisburg or something up the top. Yep. Or like the Indian Reservation or something, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the whole height of the map yeah. before you unlock the other bottom section. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it probably would have been quick for me to go into town, but I just went, ah, screw it. Set it on auto run. This was like last night. Yeah. Went to the toilet, got something to eat, <laughs> came back, hadn't been ambushed, and I got to where I was meant to be wow. going. So it just rode the whole way. Yeah. Just like I came back and he was still riding. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. So I guess random events, not a thing anymore. No, that's <laughs> Or maybe right, they yeah. ambushed and my guy just kept running. <laughs> Good on him. I did or he killed them all and just rode yeah. off. Yeah, there is some really cool random stuff in that game though, like... I came across a guy who was living with wolves. Oh, yeah, wow. And I was just riding along and I saw the little dot pops up on the minimap and I heard this like howling and I was like, what the fuck is that? It doesn't mm. sound like a dog. And then I see this dude fully naked, like wow. everything out, <laughs> running, like big beard and everything. He's like, 
no, like on his two, oh, two well, feet running up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? So I followed him and he goes into a cave and there's two wolves there. Wow. And he's like, leave, but also barking. Yeah. And he says, get them and the dogs attack you. The wolves attack you. Wow. And then if you kill them, you lose honor. Yep. And then he like curls up on the ground and starts crying. Wow. And uh, you can't target him. And then you go into his little cave a bit more and there's a diary. And it's a, it's his diary talking about like when he was a kid and his dad got him a shotgun and then he wow. killed animals and he was like, oh, I don't like this at all. And his dad yeah. was a real piece of shit to him. Yeah. And then he was like, that's it, I'm leaving. He was reading some book about someone who went and lived in the wild. So he decided Come to. On. And then he found these wolf pups. Yep. And one of them came up and licked him. And then this pen runs out in the book, but you can oh, extrapolate wow. that the rest yeah. of the story is that he raised these things, lives in a cave with them, and That's it's huge. like a wolf pack. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's just a random thing. So I reloaded my save because I was like, I feel bad yeah. for killing these wolves. <laughs> and then I saw him and he was like running along. Because if you read his diary, he hops up and tries to stab you with his knife, uh, like after you put the, close the book. Yeah. But if you just kill the wolves and then fucking loot his shit and fuck off, yeah. he's on the ground just crying. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm a piece of shit. I reload my save, which yeah. just happened to be just before. Oh, that. there you go. Yeah. Luckily, otherwise, yeah. fuck the dogs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's like random events like that that you just they're like real bizarre standout moments, and yeah. some of the side quests as well, like the guy who the sort of Nikola Tesla ripoff guy oh, yeah. who lives yeah. up in the fucking hills mm-hmm. and he builds his own robot. Yeah. And then if you come back later after you've met the robot and helped him like start it up, yeah. his body is like laying in his laboratory oh, and wow. you're like, oh fuck, he's dead and the robot's nowhere to be seen. And then at a certain time of day, you can go over to the fucking like snowy mountains and the robot's there Wow! and it's like asking for its dad. Oh... So it's like things like that where you just like yeah. it's a it's a rock star. That's a rock star yeah, thing. Exactly. It's like GTA Five had the fucking UFOs and shit. That's right. Yeah, and you could swim underwater and find big UFOs. Yeah, you know, crash yeah, landed. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot in yeah. that game that just like yes, the story is incredibly long. The story is incredibly intelligent and yeah. very well acted, very well written. Uh, definitely. Um, and it hits the right beats as well. To, it does. Yeah. To make you, like, feel yeah, for the characters. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Which, and, and it also, yeah. in a way, kind of, with certain characters, it's it, it gives you the options of how you want to interact with them and feel about them as well. Yeah. Because you cannot give a fuck and just do whatever you want, really. Yeah. You can be an outlaw or you can be a person who cares about things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and there's there's some real, almost teary moments during that game definitely yeah and, definitely. and they do a great job of that and I, I can't really suggest those two games anymore than, than you know, yeah I, I do I had them as Red Dead second and God of War first but realistically the more we talk about it the more I think about it like God of War um, was something else yeah. like it was a standout game mm. yeah on every level for mm. the same a lot of the same reasons like you said as we're dead like the characters and, and whatnot there was moments in that game where you were like fuck my heart yeah you know yeah. with the kid I mean mm-hmm. that's a cheapskate shot yeah to use is. a kid it is but 
there's like full grown men in Red Dead where you're like fuck yeah you mm-hmm. know it just hits you up. yeah and um, and side characters as well like the, all of them in the camp mm. if you take the time to talk to them they're all very fleshed out characters oh yeah, yeah. and um, yeah you can't help but really feel mm. connected with some of them yeah if you take the time to and do that and in a way I kind of feel that God of War to me was was probably a bit more of a um, like a I don't know that it wasn't expected to yeah, me. It was like I knew it was going to be a good game, yeah, because it's a God of War, and I've loved all the other God of Wars. Yeah, but I also mentioned right at the start of playing God of War that it wasn't the hack and slash that I remembered and loved. Yeah, um, so I was kind of disappointed right at the very start. Yeah, didn't take me long to get over that, and it just blindsides you with this whole new yeah God of War, but experience. very very well done. Yeah, um, on the opposite of that. Red Dead Redemption I always expected that to be fucking yeah. amazing and incredible because it is Rockstar yeah you know they don't make shit and they do make fucking amazing incredible yeah. you know experiences so the bar was exceptionally high yeah, already but they exceeded and, it yeah and and that was the surprise to me but God of War totally surprised me blindsided yeah. me and was like here's a fucking incredible thing for you to do yeah and I was like wow and yeah. yeah, so if anything, the surprise element was more so on God of Wars, yeah. but still, and I, I can't, I can't say whether it's because I've just finished Red Dead more so than God yeah. of War, but Red Dead to me was so massive, yeah, and it was really a game that all I wanted to do for two weeks was play that game. I didn't yeah. give a fuck about anything else, and I could constantly just want to go there yeah. I mean I even had moments at work because I live I work just near a train station near the city and every Friday they have a locomotive that comes through from Ipswich to the city oh, yeah. um, and just hearing that made me just go holy fuck what like, am I doing here yeah exactly it's like, <laughs> I need to go my rob that fucking yeah. train <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it was just little things like it took over parts of my life where yeah. I would hear things or there was a comment made in a in a meeting or whatever and my head just went Red Dead Redemption yeah and I just wanted to be playing it and that is amazing to me I've never really had that too often yeah um, it's pretty it's pretty full on yeah very um, much so yeah it's hard to pick between the two because they I think for their genres they are because they're very different like I see God of War it has all the RPG elements, but I still see it like the the thing that stands out to me is the Valkyrie fights. Yeah, yeah, and the things in it where it's all about strategy and timing and the fighting. Yeah. Whereas Red Dead, like the shooting, is almost an afterthought. Yeah. Like yeah. the Dead Eye stuff is cool, but you're not playing this game to have big shootouts no, and solve right. fucking challenges. Like yeah. I played a mission last night where I had to go through a bunch of checkpoints on Red Dead mm-hmm. where it was just like waves of enemies. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is fucked. Yeah. Because I don't play it for that. I play it for these other parts, yeah. like the story and the things that you see. And, you know, the shooting is like a minuscule part of it. It is, yeah. So yeah. those, to compare the two in my mind, it's very hard to do for that reason because mm-hmm. I see God of War as this challenging game with all the story and stuff that's on top of that. Yeah. Whereas Red Dead is like, 
this get lost in the world type mm, thing. Yeah, very much um, so. And, so yeah. And the other thing that I really highly class both games with is the fact that they weren't broken on release. Yeah. They were solid and they were made well. I mean, there were some glitches in Red Dead, but to get, you know, nothing yeah, on the scale nothing upsetting. of fucking Far Cry and things like and that. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, like those were broken games. Yeah. In some cases. Yeah. Um, and laughable things. I mean, yes, there was a few things that happened that you just kind of went, well, that didn't yeah. sit right. Like crashing your horse and then you get fucking catapulted. Yeah. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in general, very well made, very yeah. well polished For the games. size of it, I can kind of go, okay, yeah. well, there's you know, there's a bit of room for the one percenters. Yeah. You know, but so yeah. I guess we'll move on yeah. into our notable games. So, I mean, the standouts of the year, obviously, Red Dead, God of War, Forza Horizon, Detroit. Yeah. And then, like I mentioned, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now, mm-hmm. there's a couple of, um, I guess... Well, you mentioned Far Cry 5 as well, which was one of my most disappointing, not Mm -hmm. most anticipated, but... Yeah. um, Marvel's Spider-Man... Yes, was was one of my notables as well. I don't think it's in the same league for the discussion of uh, Game of the Year. Yeah, agreed. Because I think that it did a lot of things that other games have always done. Yeah. You know, it didn't break any crazy boundaries in the sandbox open world game. Totally agree. But... As a game, fuck, it was fun to play. Yeah, yeah. So fun. And mm-hmm. I'm looking forward... That's another one that I'm like, I can't wait to finish Red Dead so that I can go to do the DLC in Spider-Man yeah. because that was a fucking really fun game. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to going back to it. Yeah. But Definitely just because I'm keen to go well. back to these other games and I keep saying, oh, I want to finish Red Dead, mm. I feel like... I'm going to stick with Red Dead for a little bit longer because that game is fucking good. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. It is worth giving the time to. Yeah. To finish. And it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of dull waiting around, but there's yeah. also so much to do. Mm. Anyway, I need to stop talking yeah. about Red Dead. Um, well, that was definitely on my list uh, of noted. Detroit as well was one of my, my highly noted ones. Yeah. Um, Far Cry 5 was one of my noted games because yeah. I did play it. I did enjoy it. But I also lost interest. There was a lot on Far Cry 5. Like, I, yeah. I said the butt thing and kind of focused on the negatives, but that game had a lot of fucking oh, yeah. really cool stuff yeah, in it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, uh, the unfortunate part, I suppose, for me was that it didn't live up to what I expected it to. Yeah. Because of, of what Ford gave us. I think it went in a different direction, and yeah. I don't think the characters were as good. No. I no, thought I the agree. villain. And that's was, why I got bored with yeah. it, because I felt removed from it yeah. and with 4 I well, didn't and that was the thing because in that was one of the things that I mentioned when we reviewed it yeah the faceless protagonist yeah changes your whole the, the whole way the game plays like mm. Far Cry 4 you were this like dude returning home to Nepal or whatever yeah. the fuck yeah that place and you were a native there mm. and in Far Cry 5 you're just some fucking nameless faceless yeah, deputy dude, dude, dude yeah who just rocks up from nowhere mm. and you can be a, I think you can be a dude or a chick kind of, I don't know but you, you you're basically you're no one yeah. you have no meaning yeah and you have no relationship to any of the characters mm. yeah so. exactly um my other notable and it's only because I've played a fair bit of it at this point mm. um the beauty of it is that pretty much drop in drop out quick games a lot of people playing it Fortnite 
<laughs> no, not quite. Um, Black Ops 4. Oh, nice. Um, every now and again, I do just like to go, oh, I've got 15 minutes, I'm just going to play this. Yeah. And you can play it, and it's kind of fun, and when you get some kills, it's like, yay, but most of the time it's like, fuck you, I shot you, and I died, you know? Kind of <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, um, bastard. But it's still, it's a COD game. Yeah. You know? They haven't changed the formula for so long, and yet it still kind of works. Yeah. Um, but... I guess in terms of games like that, in that vein, um, FIFA 19, yeah, I think, is a uh, really fucking good game. Mm. It finished out the Journey yep. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also brought in a whole shitload of couch play modes, which just add so much to it to yeah. be able to, you know, pass the controller around and keep track of everyone. Which you is like, you know, mini awesome. tournaments and shit. Yeah. Just is fucking excellent. And then FIFA Ultimate Team, it had all the new parts of that. Um, it just, you know, maybe in terms of the gameplay, there might be elements that you don't really appreciate because they're always constantly tweaking it. Yeah. But in terms of game modes, mm. it just goes from strength to strength every year, FIFA. Yeah, and FIFA does. 19 was a notable for me because it's just fun. Yeah, it's a fun game, mm. and there's so much to do. You could buy FIFA and no other game. Yeah, as long as you like FIFA. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. you could be quite content playing that for an entire fucking year. Yeah, even though, like, I play that, and Laura's like, "How the fuck can you play this? Mm. You're just playing matches over and over but again. They're all different. And if you think about every it, every single time, it's different. yeah, it yeah. is. It's different. But you look at it from the outside, you go, "You've literally just done ten matches. Yeah, of nothing. Yeah." But when you're playing it, you're like scoring a goal. You're like, there's that fucking primal feeling yeah, of yeah. glee. But it, it, there's also that kind of like soccer's very strategic. Yeah, and you when you you're understand learning it, as you're playing, yeah, yeah. It, it's like trying to explain a five day cricket test match to somebody. Yeah, it's like I don't watch it because there's just a person getting bowled at all day. Yeah. But there's fucking massive strategy in that, and every player is different, and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. When you understand sports and you enjoy soccer, yeah, you enjoy even watching someone play FIFA yeah. because yeah. it be- it becomes that strategic kind of battle. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally get that, and I've I've enjoyed the few games of that that I've played this year. Um, for me, the other one was a game that it had its issues, and it probably wasn't as great as a lot of other games this year, but. It's a game that you and I played together yeah. from different parts of the world, even yeah. though not too far away. But you know, um, and that is a way out. Um, yeah, true. It was. It wasn't a. Was that this ama- year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think it came out March. I've seen nothing about that in the end of the year type conversations. Yeah. Neither um, have I. But I, I remember it as a. Fun I enjoyed game playing you, it with with you. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Fuck, there was a lot wrong with that. Oh, game. there was, yeah, yeah. But for me, as a highlight, like it's a notable game for me because it's it's changed something in gaming. It has to have, yeah. You know? Like it's provided something of a two-person storyline yeah. that no other game forcing really have forcing done. co-op was definitely different. Yeah, um, the story was weak as fuck. Oh, it was. But and the characters were douches, and yeah, you know, like conversations were fairly weak most of the time. Yeah, there was a lot uh, of dumb shit where you're like, "Why are we doing that?" <laughs> exactly. But, um, like the back-to-back thing to try and go up the, the yeah, uh, manhole yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, 
you know, like just different shit that we hadn't ever really seen before. And although I don't, like I said, I don't class the game as a, an awesome game. I really did have fun playing that with yeah, you memorable. and having conversations and, yeah. you know, just being in the moment from two different points of the universe. Yeah. Connected. And deciding how we were going to play it as well. Like it wasn't, there wasn't that many branching choices in that game, mm. but yeah, um, it was still kind of conversations that we had while playing it. Yeah. The ending was bitterly disappointing. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. We need to we need to play more online games together. I we think gotta so. fucking get on. Well, we got yeah. um, PUBG just came out for PS4. True. So we yeah. should try that out. Yeah. Even though Fortnite's where it's at. <laughs> um, and Red Dead Online. I'd like really would like to give Red Dead Online more time. Yeah. They keep giving people free money. I know. It's incredible. They're just like, look, we know we're fucking not doing great, but it's a beta. Yeah. And they're still like, here's a shitload of free gold. That's right. You know, yeah. we got the ultimate edition, so it's like here's an extra thousand bucks, yeah, straight up, mm. plus a thousand for pre-ordering. I oh, know we didn't pre-order, but like, yeah, just free money, just to mm. be like, sorry, it's kind of shitty, yeah, even though it's fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, it is. Um, it's still stronger than most, yeah, but they're still going. Yeah, here's a bit more. Yeah, so there's a couple of games that I um that I didn't get to that I am going to get to from after Christmas for various reasons. <laughs> Um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu mm-hmm. and Eevee. Yep. Um, I think they're probably worth... These are games that I think are worth mentioning as games that were quite big from 2018, even though I didn't play them. Well, Pokemon Let's Go sold over 3 million copies in Japan alone. Yeah. That's a big amount of games. And it's a... Well, it's the first Pokemon game that's not on a handheld. I mean, the Switch is kind of a handheld, but yeah. it's... It, it also came with the Pokeball controller that you can load Pokemon into so you carry them around with you and it links in with Pokemon Go on your mobile. Wow. So you can catch Pokemon on Pokemon Go and then load them into Pokemon Let's Go. That's pretty cool. So that's, it's this whole reimagining of the Pokemon game mm. where you have your standard Pokemon RPG but you add in all this real world stuff. Yeah, and which adds a lot to it. And there's motion controls with the controller of throwing the Pokeball. Yeah. And throwing things like that. So, like, yeah. yeah. So it adds a lot more to the Pokemon Throwing the switch been, across the room. Pokemon's been repeated yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And it's still fucking huge. Like Harlan is fucking obsessed with Pokemon. Yeah. And you know what? Good on him. Yeah. It's a fucking good game. Yeah, exactly. I used to watch Pokemon on TV. I used to play it. He's the same. Watches it on TV, plays it. Yeah. And fucking, it's still going strong. So why not? And the not? Pokemon Detective movie's coming out this yeah. year. Or oh. next year, sorry. Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one that I think I'm fairly sure I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, uh, I think it's the highest, the fastest selling Nintendo game in Australia ever. Wow. Um, and by all accounts, it's fucking incredible. Well, Tyson actually bought it with some money I gave him for Christmas. Yeah. And he didn't like it. Didn't like it? That was in the first 24 hours that he'd come oh, home and yeah. played it. Um, he just didn't like it. He wouldn't go into it. He wouldn't you know, expand on that because yeah. I tried to There's ask no him about Waluigi, it. no so. 
Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, he's got something for you know little Italian fellas. Maybe <laughs> little Italian plumbers. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. To each their own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's. I'm looking forward to playing that. I'm looking forward to playing it with friends as well. Mm. Like, because I think you can play up to six people on it. I don't have enough Joy-Cons though. Yeah. So maybe I'll get Joy-Cons for Christmas. Who the fuck knows? Look forward to the next episode. (laughs) Um, And another Switch game is Octopath Traveler, which is a RPG. It's very old style, like bit graphics. Mm Mm-hmm. But apparently it's really fucking good and I'm a big fan of turn-based RPGs. So... Um, that's on sale on the eShop at the moment, but I'm waiting for Boxing Day sales because JB Hi-Fi do 10% off gift cards, I think. Oh, cool, yeah. So Quite I'll be buying some e- yeah. eShop gift cards so yeah. I can save an extra 10% on the sale price. It'd be cool if they like imported the um, control like layout of Octodad into that game oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Octodad Traveler. So it's a yeah. turn-based RPG where you can't really get around to No, easily. you can't move. And <laughs> if you yeah play a four-player, each yeah. controls an arm and a leg. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like fun. Um, and you know what? I think we're done. I think we are too. Yeah. So it, it's been an amazing year in computer games. Um, some, some fucking year, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's given us a hell of a lot of reason to get together and talk about them. So yeah. that's fantastic. It's one of the things I always look forward to. Yeah. So I wish I'd have been able to play more this year. Work's been really hectic, but I'm looking forward to... Um, I've got some holidays at the moment. Yeah. Um, new baby on the way, which is going to probably change everything for me mm-hmm. in terms of how much I get to play games. Yeah, hopefully more. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to get one of those baby wrap things so you wear the baby. Oh, yeah, And cool. then I'm just going to play games while it's wrapped to just me. Just get some chlorophyll. <laughs> Put the that's... baby to sleep and then just play games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, if I have to wake up at night and like nurse, not nurse him because I don't have breast milk. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I can. I'm, I'm hoping like I've got this new setup at home, which I should probably um, take some photos of. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Put yeah. on Instagram. But yeah, I think 2019 is going to be a really good year. There's a lot to look forward to. We'll talk about it on the next episode. We'll go into our most anticipated. Yes. And um, talk about whatever the fuck else we want to talk about. Yeah. And until then, we hope you've enjoyed the games that we've talked about all year. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast this year. Yes. And we hope you have a great Christmas and a safe holiday period and a great New Year's. Yeah. Hopefully you get a lot of good prezzies. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. We will talk to you in the new year. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Keep, keep an ear out for us. Send us some pictures of what you get for Christmas if they're game related. Oh, yeah. Do that. You can send those too. Uh, I don't know what. Podcast, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. That's the one. There oh, we go. Or you can like tag us on Instagram. Yeah. By or, all means. You know what? Do whatever you want. Just yeah. hit us up. And uh, Actually, I want to give a shout out this this episode to a friend of mine, Jarrell. Um, yep. He's known me for a long, long time. And he posted on my share of the last episode um, that he was bored at work and he finally decided to chuck an episode on and he really fucking enjoyed it, he said. He said it was good, clear reviews um, on games that he's played and he agreed with. Yeah. So he's like, fuck, you know, you've only made 136 of them and now I finally listen to one and I agree, you've actually done all right. Nice. So thanks, Jarrell. Thanks Bit very much. Out. I know you're not going to hear this, so fuck whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's it. Joy to the world. Peace. See ya. See ya.